Hello, and welcome to the show Gold Squadron Gays. It's the podcast where two Star Wars-loving gays break down each episode of their favorite Star Wars TV shows while also being gay as hell. I'm your host, Bradley Brower. I'm your other host, Charles Rogers. Please, dear God, let's talk about some Star Wars. <laughs> I don't well, want to think about my my onboarding stress from my new job anymore. I was going to say Happy New Year's. Uh, Happy New Year's, How's that going yes. for you so far? <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully, listeners, by the time you're listening to this, I did get a new job, which is very exciting. There's a few issues with the onboarding at time of reporting, but we're trying to get those sorted out as quickly as possible. Hopefully, listeners, by the time you listen to this, uh, I will be sitting in an office. Uh, but I, it's either this week or next week, uh, or in a very worst case scenario, the week after, but very soon. So I'm doing well. I had a lovely holiday at home alone because my boyfriend was at work and I was not going to try to risk an airport. How about you, Bradley? How are things going for you? Uh, great. You know, new year, new me. Uh, I go to the gym every single day. Um, I eat super healthy. I'm making a ton of money. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm basically just rich and wealthy and I have a great life right now. And it's uh, amazing is what I'm hoping happens. in the year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was about to say, I've seen you try to go to the gym. It, it, uh, yeah, I mean, eventually I just kind of like teeter out, but it's it, fine. Eventually it disappears. I've been going because, you know, obviously I've been unemployed for, for six months. I've been able to go basically every day, but nice. that's a luxury that I will have to end here very soon. Yeah. Now there is an LA Fitness, which is the gym I go to, two blocks away from my new job. I'm not going to say which LA Fitnesses I go to, uh, so as to not dox myself. The cruisy but... one. Yeah, we know. The nice thing about LA Fitness is, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of cruising at LA Fitness. It's not Crunch Fitness, Bradley. <laughs> it's not Equinox in New York. It's um... not Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I was rich enough to afford Equinox. <laughs> I know, right? You have to be either incredibly rich, retired, uh, or you have to be screwing somebody who's paying you very well to be able to go to Equinox. There you go. Well, do you want to talk about some Star Wars? Because they keep hammering us with the Star Wars. Yeah, what's what's going on in Star Wars universe this year? Uh well, you know, the the High Republic uh wave two is continuing and wave three will begin later in the year. Um there's some other Star Wars, but I really don't care about it. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. No, we've we've got a lot of Star Wars coming up in the new year. Um we've got our uh we got one show that we'll come back to in a minute. We've got Mando season three, we've got Ahsoka, we've got Skeleton Crew, which I've been incorrectly referring to as skeleton key for some oh, reason that's weird yeah it's weird we might might get the acolyte at the end of the year but i don't think so hmm. i would put my hope level at zero for that I, one, my but, hope yeah. levels at maybe like one percent yeah, 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 we'll yeah maybe I, get I the acolyte. it that. maybe will be like a december debut where de- debuts on like december 28th or something mm, okay i could see like the very like very the very end like how year. book of boba yeah. fett was was mostly in 2022 gotcha but yeah. technically premiered in 2021 got it okay mm-hmm. and then uh before we move on to the second to the episode bradley what are your thoughts on uh what are your thoughts on the upcoming tv shows uh because it's only tv shows next year tv shows and books and the usual comics and things that are continuing to come out yeah no i'm actually really excited um i know that honestly next year ahsoka is going to be the big 
that's the one they're next gonna push for yeah so because hard. mando 3 will be great don't get me wrong i think that'll be a nice lead up to celebration it'll be like a really fun like okay great you know we got mando 3 whatever um and it won't be bad by any means i think it'll be actually a really good season but they are pushing this ahsoka thing i know it's going to be like their tentpole show they want to push because it's going to be the lead up to this connection multiverse show thing that they keep yeah this epic about. crossover event that kennedy yeah. mentioned in like 2020 yeah that we haven't have heard pine or hair of right i feel like this show i think the ahsoka show is going to be the lead into that idea and i feel like skeleton crew may give us a few more details or something and be like the old like kind of like the pushing right up against it and then maybe we'll get the, that show next i think it's going to be mando season three ahsoka skeleton crew mando season four and four is going to be the end and then they're going to do the big like crossover event and they're going to do it in like maybe it'll be like a feature film link thing that will debut yeah. on disney plus I feel instead that. of doing it as like a season it'll be like a feature film sort of finale to this era because also favreau and filoni have been working on this since like 2017 or so 2016 or 2017 mm. i think it was around 2017 they started development for the mandalorian because it premiered in 2019 so That's uh crazy. they've been working on it a while and it's it's coming up to the point where i'm sure day uh, john favreau probably wants to move on and do something else because he's done three seasons of mando he's done um book of boba fett i'm sure he'll have something to do with ahsoka he's executive producer on skeleton crew I can't imagine he he wants to keep making Star Wars for the next 10 years. I could see John finishing Mando and then being done. I could see him being like, all right, I did my thing. Yeah. I, I jump started the TV universe of Star Wars. And now like, I'm going to not retire, but you know what I mean? Like step away, let the new directors and the new people I tested along the way kind of take over and do some other things. Yeah, we've already kind of seen that with Deborah Chow as a director on um, Mandalorian, and then she went over to direct Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I I think unless your name is Dave Filoni, who's probably going to be making Star Wars until he retires, uh, no. unless your name is Dave Filoni, you'll probably move on from Star Wars eventually. And that's also why Tony Gilroy was like, we're only doing two seasons of Andor. Because uh, he was like, I'm not devoting, I'm not devoting 10 years of my life to this. And Diego's not devoting 10 years of his life to this. And we're not asking our crew to devote 10 years of very intense work to, right. to this show. No, we're doing it in two seasons. There is one other thing coming out in 2023. What, what, would, what would that be? Why, it's a, a little animated show called The Bad Batch Season 2. Oh my god, totally not what we're definitely talking about this entire episode. It's definitely not in the title of the episode. <laughs> if you somehow clicked on this episode and didn't read the title, first of all, congratulations, because that's impressive. Second of all, yeah, we are, we are going to be doing our episode zero, which is where we sort of go over our predictions for the show, etc. Etc. Now, at time of recording, we have not seen the the show. That's partly on me. I'm working some some stuff in the back end. Uh, but at this current point, we have not seen the show, and I know other people have, but we have not. So we're just operating off of the official marketing materials. And I do have to throw the caveat: whenever we do an episode zero, Bradley only looks at the official marketing material. I have seen leaks and rumors and spoilers and things like that, but I don't tell him any of those. Bradley just looks at the trailers that the Star Wars YouTube channel releases. He looks at the posters that they release. He looks at the episode titles and that's it. So with and then all we that, can kind of do all that. And then we can, you know, infer things and kind of make fun predictions in the beginning. And then, you know, once we do our finale episode and then our um, 
retrospective at the end of the season it's kind of fun to go back and see like what we got wrong what we got right you know stuff like that and yeah, then he can be like oh yeah i already knew that we've uh we've been we've been wrong before looking at you rex will show up in season one next episode <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so funny when i kept saying for like four or five weeks in a right. row i was like it's rex, rex is gonna show up in the next one it's rex. rex is gonna show up in the next one rex is gonna show up in the next one and then he fucking didn't show up until episode right. like eight. Oh, i feel like grief. i feel like that's gonna be the same thing this time around except it's gonna be cody we're gonna be like oh cody i think we know (laughs) well because they actually released all of the episode titles this was bizarre this was something they've never done before uh is they just went ahead and released all the episode titles yep like they just dropped all of them that they're gonna air dates that they're gonna air (laughs) which is even Uh, more weird (laughs) they're also crunching some of them together so like last time we got aftermath which is the the double length premiere mm-hmm. but that wasn't two episodes that was very clearly one episode conceptually to production to release this one we're getting episodes one and two on the same day we're getting episodes seven and eight on the same day and we're getting episodes 15 and 16 on the same day so they've actually crunched this from 16 weeks to 14 weeks right and i'm I'm still wondering not i mean i get from like a creative standpoint like if these two episodes go together whatever um but it it makes you wonder why are they ending the bad batch on march 29th is the last is the date of the two final episode so it's like did it was there a reason why they needed to end it two weeks earlier did march sound better than april i wonder if it's because mando is coming out on march the first so the last one two three four five six episodes of bad batch are actually going to overlap with the mandalorian season which is weird which is weird i think the idea was they didn't want it to overlap too much like i think they looked at it and they were like we have to put this show out but we also don't want to cannibalize our own viewers too much there was some concern i remember when andor came out that uh that bad batch and andor were going to run simultaneously and we had these discussions right when we were trying to schedule because it was it was a very exhausting time to be on Twitter because all of the Rogue One fans were like, oh, Bad Batch is going to eat away at Andor. Nobody's going to pay attention to Andor because everybody only wants to talk about the animation. And the animation fans are on the other side like, oh, Andor is going to eat away at the Bad Batch. <laughs> uh, nobody watches the animation because they think it's for kids. All anybody's going to want to talk about is Andor. And both of these groups were also kind of right, but also, I think, kind of wrong. Right. I will say that uh, Tales of the Jedi absolutely did get swallowed up by Andor. Yes, for sure. And that was a mistake because it was more of a mini series rather we've than said a that in our, We've yeah. said that before in our, our Tales of the Jedi coverage that it was right. we think it was a mistake to, to drop it in the middle because Andor absolutely cannibalized it. I think what they want to do is they want to give people eight weeks of investment in Bad Batch. So that when they drop Mando, people are going to keep watching the last four or the last six episodes, the last four weeks. Yeah, because at that point, you're you're well at that point, you're committed. At that point, you're committed to finishing it. You're going to finish it regardless. I think that's the strategy here. Right. And it it looks like a weird setup, too. So we have a a premiere, right? A two episode premiere. Right. We have a two episode mid season finale. And then we have which I think is the Cody arc based on the name. Interesting. Oh, well, let, do you want to start talking about the names? I mean, we can. Yeah. So uh, we have Spoils of War, Ruins of War. That's the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll stop when I I know something. Okay. The Solitary Clone episode three is an interesting one. Okay. Do we think that, that also that's... could be the Cody one? That could be Cody, but that could also be Crosshair, right? That is true. That could mean Crosshair. That could mean a completely different. Could mean Wolf. 
It could be, yeah, it, it literally could just be some random yet. clone that know, maybe wasn't a part of anything and just happened to be a, yeah, isolated. Yeah, like a, a clone that deserted, or they mm-hmm. could be doing, like, you know, it'd be really cool is to have an episode to be one of those, like, World War II survivors that crashed on an island for 40 years and didn't know that the war had ended. But they also did kind of already do that with Rebels, with the, the droid episode. Well, now that you say that, in the trailer... They are on an island at one point being chased by giant crabs. So it would be okay, interesting. So I can't if... explain the crab thing. We'll get to it in a minute when we get to the trailers. Okay. I've seen more trailers than Bradley has because I was in the room at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim when the first trailer premiered. Mm. So I have seen an extended cut of the the main trailer. And I oh. have also, I've seen the crab scene. The crab oh, scene okay. has a scene that they show. Um, oh, really? So I actually okay. know what's going on in the crab scene. Got it. Okay. I just thought that'd be interesting because they're already on an island. So it's like, why not throw a clone on the island that just happened to be there during Order 66 or something and has no idea what's going on, you know? That's what I'm thinking. That would that would be really cool, but that's too good of an idea. They're not going to do that. Do like a castaway clone episode? Yes, like, like a castaway clone. Oh, okay, God, I would love that. And he's got his helmet and it's going to have a painted face on the helmet too. Like, that'd be funny. I don't know. They could do something interesting like that. Um, so after on. that, we have uh, Faster, which I... I'm sure is probably not faster in the context of what I would like it to be looking at you, Hunter. Uh, then we have Entombed, Tribe, then Seven and Eight are a double feature, The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. And this is the the arc that I think is the Cody arc. Okay, I believe that. Um, so we actually have a, a more recent trailer. I think that that's what, there's a screenshot from the more recent trailer that I believe is episode six. Oh, okay. You think it's the Wookiees. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that, I mean, it makes sense. In the the latest trailer that just came out, there's there's shots of uh, what looks like a Trandoshan burning. Okay, so we need to address this while we're there. Yes, the Trandoshan has a flamethrower. I did. This is going to be the worst that. season of TV. <laughs> however, however, I will say the Trandoshan is using the flamethrower to ignite the brush under the forest, right. which is a good use of your flamethrower. There you, you go. don't He's not, need yeah. a big or powerful flamethrower to do that. This Trandoshan came equipped with a flamethrower that makes sense for the job that the Trandoshan is attempting to do. I'm just saying. We have to give him props there. We'll we'll get we to it whenever that episode happens. But yeah, I think uh, this might be the first time that you'll they'll ever use a flamethrower that's not like for combat for some reason. Like it's just a particularly uh, for whatever it's for. Mandalorian used it. The flame trooper. Uh, was trying to burn them out by setting fire to the building. And that was also a good use of your flamethrower. That's true. Okay. Is, is to light a building on fire. Uh, and the flamethrower also had like a big pack and was like carrying around enough fuel and was able to, to fire an immensely powerful jet of flame. My issue is with the wrist-mounted flamethrower. Yeah, we do have a, a shot in the... Um, the latest trailer of looks like Wookiees on the back of some sort of beast weird of burden. <laughs> beast things. And then the Bad Batch is standing around there with, with Gunji, right. who I can now say is is in this show. I love it. Because He's it's so in cute. the trailers. I knew it from as far back as SWCA, but I think Bradley it took you you are either the first or second trailer to find out about it. Yeah, I, I we'll have to go through the trailers in a second to see which one he first appears in. But I, yeah, I didn't know he was going to be in the show. He's really cute. And um, he seems like a great, you know, best friend companion for Omega. Like, you know, why not? Just keep uh, him in the show He's only going to last like, yeah. what, you know, he's only going to last like I know. one episode. I'm assuming it, it would be that episode. What's going to happen is he's theoretically going to show up. They're going to save him as some aspect. And then he's going to go live with the Wookiees to kind of, 
of keep being alive. Right. Which is probably <laughs> not a good idea given, you know, what given our history of, yeah, to yeah. Kashyyyk over right. the course of the, the, the Imperial occupation. Right. Uh, yeah, I think episode seven and eight, the, the two part midseason finale is going to be the, um, but it's not even a midseason finale because there's no break. Yeah. Remember last true. time there was a break and this time there's no break. They're going straight from the two part quote unquote midseason finale right. to the next episode. Well, I guess, I guess really this kind of follows the same pattern of season one where they did um, the Hera episodes. So I guess it's kind of similar. Like I know that wasn't exactly midseason, but it was a oh, no, two-parter really. The midseason finale was uh, ended with Omega getting captured by Cad Bane. And then we had to wait like two weeks right to find out what happened so this is just another two-parter i guess yeah, it's a two-parter yeah. yeah it's a two-parter just like the rex episode and then them escaping brock episode but there's no break after they're going straight into episode nine yeah it is weird but okay i mean give it to us i guess <laughs> episode nine is uh is the crossing and then we have retrieval metamorphosis which is probably not as cool as uh frank Kaf- Franz kafka's metamorphosis Oh, I was gonna say maybe this is uh this is crosshair oh. metamorphosizing into a good guy or something. Fucking no. <laughs> it's it's gonna be Omega turns into a giant bug. That's gonna be the uh, plot yes. of this episode. Omega turns into a giant bug. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly what it is. Yes, 100 percent Uh and then we have the outpost, the outpost Pabu, which I, I checked and I couldn't find anything Star Wars related. That's not like a creature or a, a world or an alien or anything like that like that's not a, a species or anything i don't know it just sounded weird no like, the closest i could find was it's the little box thing in legend of korra the red panda it was a red ooh. panda oh that's right pabu in legend yeah. of korra pabu okay that's well, the closest I, thing i could find i doubt so, he's in this but okay. i also doubt he's in this but it might be a reference because dave filoni got to start working on the first season of avatar the last airbender oh and we should keep an eye out for that then we should keep an eye out for last airbender references yeah let's do uh, that because then that we have episode 14 tipping point and then it gets really interesting because we have episode 15 the summit and episode 16 plan 99 hmm. the summit probably referring to mount tantus that we saw uh, at the end ex- of exactly season what i was one. thinking plan 99 because we know they have different plans and those plans are numbered i'm i'm curious what plan 99 a.e the last one and also the one that they is the same name as their unit uh what that is i'm a little yeah. worried somebody's not going to make it out of plan 99 that's what I, my theory is uh only because plan 99 is someone yeah. someone stays behind and sacrifices someone's not themselves. coming back someone's plan 99 is someone or everyone is not coming back yeah i definitely see them doing that because do you think that I mean, now, to be fair, we have not seen the seasons. We don't really know the story. But do you think there's going to be another season after this? I don't think so. I think they'll do one more. You think? I think they'll do one more season. Uh, I don't think they're going to stretch it out as long as Clone Wars. I think three or four tends to be what they aim for. Resistance was clearly planned to be three-ish seasons long. Mm. And it got scrunched down. Well, see, that's what I thought. An abbreviated second season. Uh Clone Wars was just supposed to go on forever and ever and ever. It was supposed to be like eight or nine seasons. Right. So that's why uh, I just added another one. But Rebels was four. And the fourth one was an abbreviated season. Mm. Uh, the fourth one isn't even a full season. It's only like 10 episodes. 
Got it. Okay. So then... 12 episodes. Maybe there's like two episodes on Mandalore and then the rest of the plot is like 10 episodes. It's it's not long. It's not as long as the other seasons. I guess it depends on where they end this season because I thought like if if I just recently watched the first season and honestly, yikes. Um, I forgot how forgettable this show was. Uh, <laughs> because... I'm watching the whole entire season and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. This is really boring. And we've deep dived and gone through every deep episode. Dived into all of these episodes. That's I have watched me. this show three <laughs> times and there's points where I'm like, wait, did that come up in? Oh, yeah. that was in that random episode of The Bad Batch. No, what I'll say, though, is the first season had its moments, right? There are very good moments in the show. I just think as a whole, it's kind of a boring season. But from trailers... Uh, season two looks interesting. You want to look at some of the the trailers? Let's let's see what we can do some damage on some of these. All right, you want to let's let's take a look. So about six months ago, they they released to the public a season two teaser trailer. Now mm-hmm. I saw it about seven months ago, or I saw a version of it seven months ago. Uh, is there anything from the season two? It's labeled season two teaser trailer. It's one minute and thirteen seconds. Anything from that uh, particular trailer that you want to bring up, Bradley? Other than the fact that Sid is back, which is good and perfect. Sid is back. We get some shots of the Emperor his blue best friend um yeah so that's a fucking jump scare at the end of at the end of uh into the trailer that we were shown at celebration oh really so yeah omega's in the senate chamber or she's like underneath it and she's watching they have projected up if you look closely if you go to about 21 seconds you can actually get a good look at it they're projecting up the destruction of camino and you can see the Senate pods in the background and the Emperor and Masameda rising up oh, out of okay. the, the Senate. And then if you look at the, the mission trailer, I think you can see a better shot of the, the Imperial Senate. You can get a, a better shot of the Senate at, at six seconds into the mission trailer. Okay. Uh, it has not got the Imperial cog yet that it will eventually have an Andor. It still looks like the regular Senate, but you can get a good you can get a good look at it. It's it's very clear that Omega's down. It looks like she's like in one of the vents. Right of the senate yeah that was a jump scare uh we didn't know that was coming and so it was gasp but then it's like 21 seconds into this first trailer oh palpatine's in it got it i don't think we know who's voicing palpatine yet whether it's going to be ian mcdermott or whether it's going to be sam witwer or who's it going to be because sam witwer will usually do it if if ian mcdermott's not going to do it gotcha um ian, wow this trailer is so quick um yeah ian voiced mattel's of the jedi Okay, yeah, I'm but, trying to like slow it down just so I can see some of the things in here because there's that one montage. I'm just casually clicking like, through screenshots. Yeah, we I'm see seeing... some more. We see some more like clone commandos mm-hmm. in the first trailer. We get a look at Cody's new armor. Cody, Commander Cody is in this. Ah, we should yes. probably talk about that. Commander Cody is in this. Welcome back. Uh, Cody, you elicited... traitor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when I, when, no, no. You, here's what you need to understand, Bradley. I'm, I'm not making this up. I have people in the room who can corroborate with me that this happened. When, because the celebration trailer, there's a point where it smash cuts to black, and you hear Cody's voice saying "crosshair." And you hear Crosshair saying, Commander Cody. <laughs> the room fucking lost their minds. They I had to that. replay the trailer because you couldn't hear the next few lines of dialogue 
over everyone fucking screaming. There was only one cheer I heard at the celebration stage that was louder than when Commander Cody showed up. And it was at the end of the Obi-Wan Kenobi premiere when Vader opens his eyes for the first time. Other than that, Cody had everybody beat. And now he's boring gray arm because the Empire is dumb. Well, he also doesn't want to stand out, you know, because the clones were like color coordinated back in the day. They all had like their special colors, you know, and we, uh, what was the, um, who was it from last season? What was his name? He had like the really cute teal color. Hauser. Hauser, that's right. Hauser. Hauser. Daddy. Yeah, daddy. Um, he uh he had a really cute color scheme going on too. You know, they all all the clones, you know the ones that are special because they all have the special color scheme, you know. Yeah, and it looks like they're starting to phase them out. Mm-hmm. Um, we also see a shot in the season two teaser trailer of what looks like clone cadets who have been like shipped off to a mine. Uh looking a little white, boys, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh animators. Y'all need to look at your skin tones because if that if those are supposed to be clone cadets, I didn't even know they were supposed to be clone cadets until somebody pointed it out. There's some really light skin tones for what's supposed to be uh, Daniel Logan clones. We'll have to keep an eye out this season for... I, I will be keeping an eye on that this season. I know several, <laughs> several podcasts just aren't covering it um, yeah. over just how ridiculous the the skin tones not being dark enough are which i completely respect uh we're gonna cover it but i am gonna bring this up when i see it because yeah why not i'd rather bring it up especially if I see it. yeah yeah especially these these what look like the clone cadets here really looking much paler than they need to be right which is ridiculous and i'll be keeping an eye on that throughout the season yeah absolutely we also get a shot at gunji this was where you would have learned about gunji bradley right this so, is where you would have learned about gunji was for those who don't know explain to us who gunji is so in season from. five of the clone wars there is the uh, the Padawans are, uh, which is basically a group of Padawans go to Ilum to build their lightsabers. They get their kyber crystals. Ahsoka is with them for some reason. Uh, and then on the way back, they get uh, hijacked by Hondo Onaka and they end up having to rescue Ahsoka from Hondo Onaka, but then Grievous attacks and uh, they end up teaming up with Hondo Onaka to escape from Grievous. Love and it. Gunji is one of the Padawans in, in that episode arc. It's a really good arc. David Tennant won a uh, Emmy Award, actually, for voicing uh, Professor Hugh Yang, who is the lightsaber construction droid aboard the, the Crucible. That arc was supposed to be a backdoor pilot into a potential spinoff, and then they never made it. Mm, okay. Uh, but the, the that was what was that was supposed to be. Uh, but Gunji is a character from that arc. And he's easily the most likable of. So are we theorizing now that he's the only one who survived Order 66 out of that I group? do theorize <laughs> that he's probably the only one. Well, I don't think, I think we know Katuni doesn't survive uh, from a reference book that they found like her lightsaber in the temple. Uh, mm. So it's a little ambiguous. We don't know the fates of any of those children. Mostly because I don't think anyone wants to be the one to explicitly confirm that those children got fucking murdered. <laughs> yeah why not I mean, there is a clone using a flamethrower on a droid oh it's like a 0.5 second like if you blink you'll miss it thing why why is there a clone using a flamethrower on a droid <sighs> flamethrower count number two um uh, for this season we'll keep going and checking out <laughs> well we'll see maybe maybe it's just a regular imperial person with the flamethrower also ramparts back Nice. I don't know why you'd use a flamethrower on a droid. Yeah, Rampart's back. Um, and that's everything leafing through the, the season two teaser trailer. Gotcha. 
I do want to talk about some of the stuff in the official trailer. Okay. Uh, we have two new characters. Is Fee Genoa the, the first one here? Is that the one being voiced by Wanda Sykes? I don't know what her name is in the um so the subtitles revealed it because i wasn't sure who it was it's the one who is like so this is the top team the clones on the run from the empire and she was also in the celebration trailer is that the one being voiced by let me double check this yeah i'm, I'm pulling it up because i want to see if they say bad her name batch. uh yes she is playing fiji Fee Genoa, who we can see early on in the trailer. Fee Genoa, Wanaska. Okay, cool. That's interesting. I like that they're adding in, you know, new characters. New characters are great. Uh, Wanda Sykes also is a fantastic choice. I do. Uh, the second I heard her voice, I was like, oh, because uh, I know exactly what she sounds like. I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is. Yep. We see what the apparently something might happen with the Zillow Beast. Uh, we also see a uh, a shot of what looks like a tall neck from Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. Kaiju mecha fight, maybe? I know a friend who would really, really love... Oh, here's an here's an interesting... There's a shot here of what looks like them uh, breaking into the bridge of a, a, a Republic ship, but you can kind of see Coruscant in the background. Which would line up with uh, Omega being... Being on the, Coruscant. On Coruscant, yeah. Which, which I'm guessing is probably the premiere, based on the fact that she's looking at the destruction of Kamino. I'm guessing it's probably Spoils of War or Ruins of War that they're on Coruscant. Interesting. That would make sense. But you don't think that that could also be the... That could also be the Cody arc. Because when yeah. we see Cody and Crosshair, they're standing in front of the... the Because of Dark Side Divas, I know this. Uh, second Battle of Geonosis Memorial. Or the first Battle of Geonosis Memorial Wall. Uh, so it's it's outside of the uh, Grand Army of the Republic Military Center. So we know that these scenes are at least taking place on Coruscant. Right. Then we get more fucking flamethrower. They're in some sort of plant. There's weird droids that show up. I'm just scrolling through the trailer to see if there's anything we haven't already talked about. You want to talk about the updated character models? Oh, like they have like slightly different armor or different color scheme on their armor and stuff? Yeah, they've they've switched out their armor. Omega is older, mm-hmm. clearly older. I like the new character models. I think they make them a bit more distinct. Yeah, they got a little bit more color. In a little them. bit more color. They pop a little bit better. They've got a little more individuality. Right. They've um, got their own team. O- Omega looks like the rest of the team now. Right. She's kind of blending in a little bit more with the them as far as being geared up, essentially. Um, which is, you know, cool and neat. What's interesting, though, is like if you You're look gonna... at the official poster um crosshair is not on the poster as he has not been a part of the bad batch for a long time um which i don't like um so i'm hoping that either this season you know or like you said if there is a third season that he joins the bad batch again because i don't know i just find it so annoying that he's not a part of the group anymore like Uh... i get what his story is but like i also like need him to hurry up and redeem himself or something i don't think crosshair needs a redemption arc i i i I don't think so well i mean he's got to redeem himself at some point but he'll die because that's what star wars likes to do that's what star wars always fucking does which is why reva was such a breath of fresh air and why we need more reva content because then it's like right Oh, there's a character who redeemed herself and didn't die and now has to put in the work to actively become a better person and unlearn the toxic behavior that she was doing. Right. Where's that story, Lucasfilm? 
people have started voting uh, Moses Ingram as one of their favorite creators of the year. We've all moved on from the Riva Bile. Uh, where's that show? Where's that that book? Come on, give it to me. Moses Ingram will do it. I'll bet you anything she'll do it. We also have a new character in uh, Tawny Ames. Uh, is the character with the blaster at the end of the main trailer. I, I don't know who's voicing her. I don't know what's going on with that. Bail Organa is here. Mm. Bail Organa is in this. Probably being voiced by Phil Lamar again, if I had to take a wild guess, which I do. They also, here, so there's a shot of them, which is interesting. Um, there's a shot of them in Dooku's office. Dooku's office. Dooku's office on Sereno in uh, what Darkseid Divas refers to as Castle Sex Toy. Ah, oh, classic Google, name. Google Google Castle Sereno. Just Google Castle Sereno. I'll okay, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right now. I, uh, uh, <laughs> Castle, how do you spell Sereno? S-E-R-E-N-N-O. Uh, that, Just, my friends, is a dildo. <laughs> right? <That's laughs> that is a, a giant, toy. that is a giant butt plug castle. That's a sex toy. I live for it. And it looks very painful in parts, but uh, it's I'm, ribbed I'm for not, ribbed for his pleasure. I look. I'm not sure it's the kind of thing that was designed with you know my butt in mind. But if that's what you, it looks a little bit uh, sharp and some of those edges to me, yeah, it's a but, little sharp. You know, if that's the kind of ribbing that you like, <laughs> like be safe use plenty of lube i don't know what I'm telling yikes you. well maybe those two little like nodule things kind of go in you know it's like one of those like expander things like it expands like so it like it shrinks down to get it in and then it expands <laughs> once it's inside oh my god that's all i can that's all i can think of that's what Jesus it is it's, it's an expanding one we're going to hell okay we're going well, to hell no there's a shot of them in dooku's office which is crazy uh that was everything i saw and and then we we kind of looked at the mission trailer already there's wookies there's a trained right. ocean we get a good look at the imperial senate at least in this time frame and so more crap <laughs> based those are just this is just based on the trailer so now are there, are there any i'm thinking like of some of the characters that appeared in season one that probably won't come in season two but maybe i don't so, think we're do... gonna see gregor again okay i don't think we're gonna see cut the queen again um i don't, I don't think, think we're gonna, gonna see this the what is it the uh the sisters um uh the martez sisters the martez sisters i don't think they're gonna show up again i don't think we're going to see fennec shand or cad bane again i don't think we're gonna see hera or chopper again either maybe in the finale i could see hera showing up for the finale uh like they're maybe they show up to Bail Organa and they're like yo I guess we'll finally help you with the rebellion or something and then maybe she just well, maybe maybe at some point we'll find out how Harry got the ghost because I think she has the ghost by the time of the new dawn Ooh. so we might that find would be out an interesting episode too ghost in this show yeah okay that'd be interesting nice supplemental material I like that um, I'm much more invested in this as a prequel to rebels than I am as a sequel to clone wars isn't that weird how like anytime true. they yeah. bring up something from rebels i'm like yes yes give me more give me more and every time they bring up something from clone wars i'm like yeah i watch the fucking show you guys you're not special yeah i'm always like okay clone wars happened like we get it we watched it 500 we, times like we yeah. also we <laughs> also did in fairness we we also didn't grow up with clone wars uh you are very much a prequels baby and i'm like right on the edge of being a prequels baby mm. like i grew up with the original trilogy and then i was let's say it was either nine or ten i think it was nine well it was either eight or nine because it came out in 1999 i think it was nine when the 
episode one came out. And then I was I was 13 when Revenge of the Sith came out. Uh, and then by the time Clone Wars came out, uh, I fucking hated Clone Wars when it first came out for extremely toxic and not good reasons that I have since moved on from because I have developed as a human person. One day I will do an entire episode on that, but not today. I'm looking at like questions of season two, like things that people have questions about. We're already starting to see the clickbait pop up. Yeah, that's what I'm looking like, at right now. I'm is like, Quinlan hmm. Voss going to be in the clo- in the Bad Batch? I was at the Clone Wars season two. Is <laughs> Quinlan Voss going to be in the Bad Batch season two? Right. Could Darth Vader appear in the Bad Batch season two? Oh, well, that was, I, I'm thinking about some of that stuff. Could Din Djarin doing... appear in the Bad Batch season two? I was going to say, because we thought of some stuff when we were doing the coverage of season one, and we were like, will Boba Fett show up? You know, a, a teenage Boba Fett. I do um, think almost certainly Boba Fett. If this show gets its its full series run. Right. I don't think it'll happen this season, but it could it'll theoretically be the happen the last season. Yeah. They can't set Omega up as his sister and not have the And not meet have the meet, right? Like, unless they're saving it for, I hate to say this, but Book of Boba season two. But, um, oh God. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. I feel like that would be kind of weird. Although the voice actress who plays Omega would literally be perfect to play Omega as an adult. She's a little too young. Uh, Uh, Who cares? Time doesn't mean anything in this show. That is true. That is true. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. That is true. So. Hmm. Yeah. That would be interesting. I don't know. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm certainly excited-ish for this season. Yeah. You know, it's. It's dampened by the fact that the first season, yeah, in hindsight, we're year on, I can say this. The first season was kind of forgettable. Yeah. Uh, all the Clone Wars stuff in this doesn't really excite me. Really, really, the animation is, like, this particular animation style is starting to show its age. I really wish that they would try some different things with the the Lucasfilm animation. Do you think they should update the show's animations? Like to something they should, different I think style they should maybe? do something new because Rebels had yeah. a totally different animation style and people bitched about Rebels at the time. And this is part of why why the whole Save Clone Wars thing has kind of a complicated history. Uh, Hope got into this really well on J-Guys and Jedi. The origins of the Save Clone Wars movement are actually come from a very toxic place of butthurt fanboys being mad that Clone Wars was canceled and Rebels wasn't Clone Wars 2.0 that Rebels was doing something different. So part of the genesis for the movement, and from my understanding, it's not, you know, the whole movement, it was picked up from a place of genuine love and people who wanted to see the Clone Wars return, especially after Rebels concluded. But part of it was being used to bash both Rebels and Resistance because both of those had different art styles, both of those were using different characters and telling very different stories than the Clone Wars' sort of gritty war story. Mm. And so... Part of it feels like the the knee-jerk reaction back to this particular animation style where they did Clone Wars Season 7 and they continued using exactly the same animation style in the Bad Batch, which is just Clone Wars but more. Uh, I, I want them to get more experimental with it. I want them to make stuff that looks different and plays around with animation. That's supposed to be the whole point of Lucasfilm. The whole point of the company is supposed to push the bounds of technology. It's supposed to play with what you can do. And that was also part of why I had issues with the VizFX and the sequel trilogy, because I didn't feel it really played around with technology in the way that, that Lucas sort of envisioned the company doing to where it was like, okay, how can we get bigger? How can we get better? Mandalorian, Book of Boa, all that 
I, I have my issues with the way the technology is used, but they are playing around with different technologies like the volume. And uh, much to my distaste, the respeacher, which I called respoiler. And I do think that it's it's more accurately called respoiler. But I don't know. There's something about season two that just I'm curious to see what happens next. I love the Bad Batch. I love the characters. I love Omega. I love Sid. I'm really excited to see where they go. They're setting up some interesting lore stuff. I do like these characters from the Clone Wars, and it's it's neat to kind of get some answers about what happened to them. I don't know. I'm not as excited as I am for something like Mando season three or even Ahsoka. That's that's what elapsed into my my final thoughts on on going into this episode zero. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to keep this season in my mind very like, eh, I like, I, I'm glad we have it. It's a nice thing that's coming. I have no expectations for this show, so I can't be disappointed because there's I'm not looking forward to anything. That Everything is just going to be like a nice, like, oh, a new Star Wars thing every week for me. So it's going to be a great show. And I'm excited to see where Omega's journey goes. Yeah, I view it in the same way that I view the Star Wars comics and that I looked, I checked the uh, at SW Books app or the, the Twitter account on my Twitter app and go, okay, uh, they released this comic, this comic, this comic. I go read them. I go, yep, that was some good Star Wars. And then I go about my day. I don't see it being like uh, like Andor or Obi-Wan Kenobi where I was like, Bradley, get, check your messages. I have to talk to you about Andor fucking immediately. That right. was some of the I, greatest shit I've seen in my life. I do even... worry for this show when it crosses over with man. I do worry how it's going to affect our viewing of the final couple episodes when it's on the same yeah, day as a Mando we're, episode. We're not covering Mando until Bad Batch is done. Right. So our Mando will practically be a retrospective because we're just not going to cover it until it's done. Uh, at least that is the current plan. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how that affects one, the watchability of Bad Batch 2 and just the the general discussion during those five or six weeks of when they're crossing over like on Twitter and just are people even talking about Bad Batch anymore at, at the point? You know what I mean? We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't mean to sound like like I'm not excited for the show or I'm not super down on it or I'm not really happy to see my boys again or like. Anybody who's really excited for the show is wrong because you're not. It, it looks like it's going to be a really fun time. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not feeling the anticipation going into this that I, I was going into something like Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or even Clone Wars Season 7. That I look at this and I'm like, yeah, that's that's coming. Uh, you know, and part of it is, yeah, the animation showing its crow's feet a little bit. I really think it needs to move on. Whose goddamn white baby is that? And the fact that, yeah, I look at all the story stuff that's coming up and I'm like, yeah, that's cool to see, but I don't really see. It's really only the last two episodes that I'm excited about because I feel like they're the ones that are going to move. It's them and the Cody episodes that I'm really excited about because they're the ones that are going to move either a character forward that we really needed some closure on because they were a major character or something interesting is going to happen with the lore, especially given what we saw at the end of season one. So I might turn around. I might at the end of the season, once it comes out, I might be like, oh my God, that was the most awesome shit I've ever seen in my life. You never know. That was so yeah. good. I was completely wrong about everything. But going into it, my expectations are incredibly super tempered. And I feel really bad not being super hyped for a Star Wars project. Agreed. But I've gotten pretty good at trying to make sure that my... Uh, 
my issues and my not having my expectations be through the roof, try not to hamper anybody else's enjoyment. So I'm looking forward to potentially being proven wrong. If nothing else, I'm sure it'll be a fun time. And the episodes are only 20 minutes. I do like that. That's going to make our coverage way better. The force. That's going to make our coverage way better. Trust me. No more, no more two and a half hour episodes. Lol, I'm actually kidding. We're going to have guests, so there's going to be multiple two-hour episodes. Because we don't know how to shut the fuck up. No, I'm going to try to... I think this season, I'm really going to try to condense how we do the plot of these episodes so that we can really just talk about them in a nice, concise manner, but still be effective in our analysis, you know? Right. Well, Bradley, uh, that's it for, I think, our, our episode zero coverage of just looking at the episode titles and the stuff from the trailers and seeing how all that's going to be presented. In the meantime, for Light and Dice, the High Republic era Star Wars 5e TTRPG podcast that I'm on, hosted by Chris from Dark Side Divas, alongside Hope from J Guys and Jedi, Jess from Rupalp's Padres, and our friends Nathan and Colton, is absolutely barreling towards its finale for the first arc. Uh, I haven't listened to the newest episode yet at time of recording. I'm actually going to listen on my way to walk up to the coffee shop. But I have heard through the grapevine that there's a very exciting cameo in that episode. And I'm not sure whether or not it's that episode or the next episode that's going to be the the finale finale of the uh, first arc. But I can tell you from actually playing the session, really exciting stuff. Uh, Y'all should be listening to that. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. All righty. Well... Bradley, go ahead and run the socials so that I can get out of this house. If I have to spend one more minute in here, I'm going to go insane. Thank you for listening to Gold Squadron Gaze. Did Charles fuck something up? Send us a message at goldsquadrongaze at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Gold Squad Gaze. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gold Squadron Gaze. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Gold Squadron Gaze, where we post the podcast as well as exclusive content. Please join us next week and every week for more of Gold Squadron Gaze. Again, this whole show is just like, hey, did you guys like Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. They're like, how much more Clone Wars stuff? How much can we more put in Clone this? Wars yeah. can we milk out of you, dumb motherfuckers? Bleat, sheep, bleat, bleat for your Clone Wars. Or I guess sheep. Do sheep bleat? I'm not sure.